0: Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoop sitting in for Sad Med. We're going to talk some more footy now. Last night's game, tonight's game, and the rest of Round 16 with AFL Nation commentator and, of course, Werribee Coach Michael Barlow. G'day,
1: Michael. Morning, Jules. Um, yeah, good to be on for a Friday. And gee whiz, last night, a demolition.
0: Before I get on to last night, I just want to take you back to last weekend. I have got a trivia question for you. Uh, whose stats were these Last week, forty-three possessions, seventeen contested, twelve clearances, seven inside fifties, nine score involvements, and four tackles. Whose stats were they?
1: Well, um, if you had to tell it. Well, they, they were mine. I <laughs> Thank you. Back up the Shepherd United <laughs> in the GBFL last week. My former, my former club. It was very nostalgic to put the put the colours back on. What I'm most disappointed in about those stats are the four tackles. Um, I went out there. Uh, with a lot of self-preservation in mind. And if you had, had told me I would have had four tackles at 5pm on Saturday afternoon last week, I would have been absolutely ropeable now, with myself, but I fell into a couple.
0: Now, looking at those stats, it also says you had 135 ranking points. Since when are we doing ranking points in country footy?
1: Uh, the, the Premier data, or, they've got a, <laughs> it's all happening. And it's, it, I, actually, in all sincerity, it is really good for for me um, as a VFL coach because our, our guys that don't get um, a game with a VFL of a weekend, go and play in these comps. So you actually get vision, you get stats, um, you get all these sorts of feedback, which in yesteryear you you wouldn't have. So I think it's uh, it's brilliant. Um, I was a bit disappointed with the ranking points because um, I reckon I got called for a couple of free kicks again, <laughs> which I reckon were just a bit ticky touchwood, um, which may have put me up to the tonne and a half.
0: Had the body pull up the, the following couple it. of days?
1: You wouldn't have seen me running around the streets of Newport too much. No, I hadn't seen you this week. Um, I've been out a couple of times, but genuinely pulled up horrendously. Um, so that is the boots. Well, the boots have been hung up because I gave the boots away after the game, so I don't have any anymore.
0: I just like this. Uh, l- there's a little write-up uh, in the local paper. I, in the, um I like this part. A highlight of the day came during the first quarter when the former Fremantle and Gold Coast on-baller marked on half-back and swiveled around to lace up a teammate with a 40-metre kick into the centre square. So mm, s- silky, by the sound of it.
1: I don't think it was me. I, I kicked it <laughs> like an. Av- I kicked it like I usually kicked it. Horribly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get uh, into last night's game, Michael. Just interested, we played the the grab from Chris Fagan afterwards, and he was sort of asked whether the the dropping of, or the dropping of themselves, of Daniel Rich and Jack Gunston has sort of sharpened up their group following that uh, shock loss to Hawthorne a couple of weeks ago. Just someone that's been involved at the highest level. Do you think those two players going away and, and doing a training block, it, does it send a sort of a message to the rest of the group?
1: Um, I just think it gives opportunity to the next next ones in. We have seeing Jasper Fletcher come in and, look like he's played 50 games already hasn't he so there, there's something in giving the opportunity to that that next guy Brisbane the Brisbane side at the moment would be a great side it is a great side for these well, this next wave to come into because you know Lockie Neal is doing what Lockie Neal does um you've got you've got a really well established um forward and, and fr- uh, forward and back half that the player that comes in that the brief is really simple you don't need to to be best on the ground, you just need to play your role and, and get your job done. Um, and they're actually doing above and beyond that at the moment. So you're giving fresh opportunity to to players that are probably validating it at the lower level. And, um, you know, Chris Fagan and his, and his match committee have, have been staunch with Jack Gunston and Daniel which probably to the point where it was a week too long, uh, post uh, the, the, the Hawthorne loss. They had the discussion and... Um, it was, it was agreed. They go away and give themselves the best chance for kind of the last probably um, month of the season to put their hand back up. But right now, the question is, do they become straight back in? I think it's becoming less like. I think they're going to have to be, as well as the training blocker, uh, maybe a chunk of time in the VFL, which um, make the VFL very strong because they're sitting um, up in the top two at the moment themselves.
0: Just on the Tigers, would you be overly concerned in that performance, or was it a case if you got a red hot team at home and, and just a few things went wrong for Richmond with you know Martin pulling out short, getting injured, they lost Prestia during the week. Is it is it much of a concern that performance if you're involved with the Tigers?
1: Um, uh, I think it, I think it probably validates what what they are this year. Like before, Damien Hardwick gave it away. Um, you know, they were aside just. Just paddling, no, no Tom Lynch for the for the foreseeable future. Down De- Prestia.
0: Oh, we might have lost uh, Mickey there.
1: You got me back. Got you back. Yep, keep going. Yeah, so I was just mentioning the importance of Deon Prestia. Mm. Um and I had a look at the numbers just before about what what it looked like around the ball. Twenty-two to five centre clearance. Um, I think it was forty-six to twenty-two clearance. Um, just absolutely beaten up around the ball. Thirteen of the bottom. 16 ranking points players on the night were, were Tigers. So they've probably reached a bit of a a bit of a climax off, off the back of you know, McQualt coming in, the freshness, the vibe. No Martin, no Prestia, no short early. Um, it just hurts them, doesn't it? And it probably shows where they're at. It does also show, I reckon, some of their better players, like their real game-breaking players, do need the, the battering rams in there to to do the the heavy lifting um, largely for them like Prestia. So uh, I think it just shows that Richmond really, uh, they're, they're probably a ninth to twelve side at the moment for this year and, and Brisbane pushed themselves up um, to what we expect of them and have seen from them for a long time in the home and away. Yeah,
0: they got the Swans next week at the MCG on Thursday night. The Tigers, speaking of the Swans, playing the Cats tonight, big loss at selection with uh, Chad Water out uh, with a calf injury. Uh, Buddy Franklin's still not back. Just going back to, to last week and what they can take, out of that game against West Coast, what would have they taken out of such a one-sided game, coming up against you know ahead of such a really crucial game
1: tonight against the Cats? Yeah, oh, it will take a lot of percentage. No, they're, <laughs> they're a side that's in the in the between fifth and well, going the last night, game, between fifth and fifth and eleventh is like one game, and then you know twelfth to fifteenth is another game, game and a half behind. So the Swans and the Cats are in that discussion. So tonight becomes a um, you know the old eight-point swing and which side is still relevant. Um, so the percentage of last last week just helps them uh, pretty much helps them push um, ahead of any side that finishes on the same points as, as them at the end of the year um, really strongly. But you'd imagine they were pretty fresh. Some of the vision coming out of that game um, shows that it wasn't an overly physical game. They got the ball. So they got the game on their terms. They, they, they shifted it really quickly around the ground, so they'd be fresh going into tonight as, as an air of confidence around um, you know, individuals and, and, and a team. So you harness it, it's a short break as well, so they go from, from Saturday to Friday night and, and wouldn't have trained much during the week. So I, I think it comes around really quickly for the Swans and um, John Longmire, which, which they would love because um, harness, the, harness the confidence and embrace what the next challenge is. It's going to be a tougher challenge tonight.
0: Who are you tipping tonight?
1: Uh, I'll go with the Swans. You know, I just think there's enough. Um, I like the, the Cats clearly bounced again back at home against um, the D's last week. But, yeah, there's something about availability with this Chad Warner out, yes. Um, SDG Friday night. There's something there that, that just tells me um, the Swans are starting to build their season. And, and last week we saw how they... Absolutely dismantled the Eagles, yes. I think if they had played that way against both sides and their key movers had it got up and going like Goulden um, did last week and, and, and others, yeah, they're going to be a hard side. That, that's clearly why and how they made the grand final last year through so their their prime movers playing really well and, and they're saying to do that. So let's go with the Swans.
0: it Speaking to AFL Nation commentator and Werribee coach, Michael Butler, just on your two former sides, they've got interesting games this week. Another big one in terms of uh, the top eight, given how close it is, is the Bulldogs. And Fremantle, the Bulldogs dismantled the Dockers uh, at home a couple of months ago. But the Dockers have, have clearly come on since then. The ruck battle tomorrow is going to be fascinating. You've got English, who's the all-Australian ruckman, and up against Darcy and Jackson, who are probably the best combination in the comp.
1: They are. And Sean Darcy um, was out a couple of weeks ago, and and it just exposed how much they do rely on him. I think there's been some, some scuttlebutt around. Well, there has been about... Can Luke Jackson just come in and be the ruckman, and Sean Darcy... Um, will he go elsewhere, and will they get a certain amount of picks and, and whatnot? But uh, that has shown after that Giants result that he is so important to them, and that one-two punch is incredibly important because Luke Jackson, and I don't think enough credit probably been given to him in the last six to eight weeks, because so, there was a lot of critique early of him in the year about how he was going. Um, so they'll, I think they'll come out and um, yeah, look to do. A really strong tag team on English um, with those two and, and try and run him around and, and mix up the freshness of who he's rucking against Tim English because he's having a, a super season. The midfield battle, I think, um, is as good as any across the weekend. You know, Fremantle's last couple of weeks in the in the midfield has been um, pretty strong, well, in particular last week. Uh, around the ball, Sarong, Brayshaw, all getting to work, whereas the Dogs, that's always been... Um, there guy, they ability to win clearance and chain out a stoppage uh, and score from those from those chains. So largely, that'll be where you'll be looking. The dog's back line under absolute siege with uh, mm. a couple of hamstrings, well, a of, uh, broken bone, a hamstring, and then I think at BFL level, Hayden Crozier goes down. So yep, um, their backs have probably been flimsy for for a little while or susceptible, and they just become that little bit more susceptible against the forward line that I think is just getting there their game going so let's um out of out of loyalty out of um out of out of the heart I'll go for the Dockers but I'm thinking the head is, is saying a, a fairly similar sentiment and
0: just in about thirty seconds Mick how big is this is this game for the Gold Coast Suns had a good couple of block, months of form take out that shocker against Carlton could be a record crowd against Collingwood how big a day is this for the Suns tomorrow
1: huge hmm. isn't it so I get the sellout at school holidays Collingwood fans have gone up to get the to get the um get the sun and the surf from mine, yeah, it's as big as a bigger game in, in its history, really is. I think there was a feel about this um you know, back in the Gary Ablett days, and yep. when they were in the discussion of finals, and it was a similar game, and Gary Ablett went down. So um, big game. I think the Pies get it done, but can the Suns be you know really competitive? Well, like Adelaide last week, can they have a competitive game and and get within a couple of goals um to validate? them being in the discussion going forward for finals this year.
0: Yeah, it should be a cracker. It's a great weekend of footy. Uh, Mick, thanks for your time. Uh, Good luck uh, against Sandringham tomorrow.
1: Thanks, Jules. See you soon.
0: Great to chat to uh, Michael Barlow. Let's get to the break. This is the captain's run for State Transport and Eastside Skoda.